Hey, welcome back to Midwest Girl. I'm so excited to say that today's episode is going to be hosted also by my husband. I'm so glad that he decided to step out of his comfort zone and do this because this is totally not his thing. And he honestly hated every minute of it but he's so sweet and so kind and he teaches me new things and how to love every day that I'm so excited to get to share a little bit of his heart on here with you all so stay tuned and have a listen welcome to the podcast hello I'm happy you're here me too I took a couple weeks to convince you but this will be a good episode because um we are going to explain the five top things of what re- makes our relationship work um or we really strive to focus on um to make our relationship work even if it's struggling a bit at times because we're human um so first is obviously god is first um he- The reason why we are even on this earth is because of the creator in heaven. We both choose to serve him and put him as the focal point in our relationship. And there was a few years that we really didn't put God first. And there's actually a huge difference between those two years because I just feel like we were immature in our faith. Not that we didn't believe, but we were just immature in many areas of life. And you can really tell a difference. We went to church maybe one Sunday a month. Maybe. Yeah. And just. Yeah. And just slept. (laughs) Yes. And just slept in and said that we were, we were believers. Like we believe, but we were actually putting um, our hearts uh, and weren't moving our feet. We weren't putting things into action. And so one of my favorite things to do at night is to pray over you. And, um, I sometimes will lay my hands on you, uh, but sometimes I'm just saying the prayer and just pray for protection and healing and prosperity over you so that when you leave for work every day in the morning, I know that God is with you and because I asked him to be there. So that's one of my favorite things (laughs) to do. But how do you um, put God first in our relationship or what's an example I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that Kylie does is a pretty good example of putting God first. She goes through this podcast and <laughs> all she does with the 6-8 stuff, I think it's all... She's doing a lot of good work for God. I mean, there, there's a good a good example of putting God first, I would say, would be the tithe. Um, there have been times where we have not had much money. Or no money. Or no money, but... It, <laughs> <laughs> but we still try to find a way to tithe um, because that's what we're supposed to do. We have jobs because because God gave us. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, everything we have is, is God's. Nothing we have is ours. Yeah. So it's his money. It, um, yeah. Even if that means we, but I feel <laughs> like God always, I don't want to say rewards, up. but. He gives you what you need, even if you have two hundred dollars in your account and you, your tithe is like one ninety. Somehow you make it through every time. And yeah, and yeah, he shows up, and he I, he honors tithing, and I think that's why he continues to show up. I'm not saying um, 
he won't let us learn our lessons every now and then um, because we for sure have been taught lessons by our father by doing this. But I think that's something like tithing. I've always grown up with parents that tithe and I knew how important it was. But when I married you and like that's something that you really put first and foremost foremost and I I can see myself sometimes get tested when it comes time to tithe and we wouldn't have that much money in our account or I'm just like really it's really hard for me to hand that check over but no matter what you've always been faithful in that and so your guidance on that and helping me grow in that area has been awesome although (laughs) Kylie still has trouble figuring out what 10% is Oh, <laughs> well, it seems like I'm always wrong. And so sometimes I give too much and sometimes, well, it's usually too much. I usually write too much. So that's a good thing, right? Sure. <laughs> to overgive. Okay. So, um, number two, don't just love each other, but like each other. When you get married, you have chosen someone to live with, to raise kids with, to laugh with, to have a million animals with, to have a life with, etc. I take pride in knowing that Seth and I not only love each other, but we also like each other. He is my best friend, and I know that I'm his because he's told me. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not making it up. I think being friends with your spouse is a good way to go through life together. And I honestly uh, think it just makes things way more fun. Um, How about you? Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't think it's really possible to have one without. Well, I guess it's possible to love somebody and. Not Not want to be around them ever, which is probably how a lot of marriages are. Yeah, I think um, something that's easy for that comes easy for us is because um, is just hanging out with each other because we do like a lot of the same things. Yeah, yeah, we like to. (laughs) Yeah, we have. A lot of things in common. I mean, we like to spend a lot of our time watching, you know, movies, the Marvel movies, Lord of the Rings, you know, all that stuff that we that we both like. I think it's just, you know, it's just something that we like to do together. You like to golf. You like you like sports. I like I, a lot of boy things. I always tell him that he's lucky I had an older brother. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, he raised me as a, his, my brother didn't have any brothers, so he chose me to be his brother, basically. So. And our newest obsession, pickleball, which I think we both really like. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. Recommend it to anybody looking for something fun and active to do. Um, you will, uh, you will get addicted, very quickly. Okay, so number three, we'll move on. It's not about you anymore. Uh, People say it's not about you anymore when you start to have kids, but while this is true, it is also true that it shouldn't have been just about you since the day you started your marriage. Marriage is a team sport, and it's actually kind of like a big old alley-oop. One person does their part and throws up the pass, and the other should be there ready to try and slam dunk the rest. Sometimes your partner will miss 
And you know what? That's okay because sometimes you will miss too. But the other, but the best part about it is that you have a teammate there to back you up. Yes, I think that's <laughs> one of the biggest parts of a marriage is having a teammate there to kind of share your life with. I guess. Um, <laughs> Excuse our dog grunting. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's definitely not just about what, just about you anymore. It's, you have to take into consideration what both people want. You can't just continually do what one person hates and one person loves. I mean, that's not any way to... (laughs) That's not any fun. Um, so we'll move on to number four now. And that is don't expect them to give them their all if you are not going to give your all. And so this kind of ties into the one before. So that's why I sped up a bit. And I think this one is key um, because I was at fault for a long time at doing this. I partially blame the fact that I was only 21 and I was dumb. But the biggest lesson I learned within a few months of our marriage was that if you're going to be lazy and expect your spouse to do it all, one of two things are going to happen. One, they're going to get mad, then they're going to turn into a ticking time bomb, and trust me, they will explode. (laughs) Or two, they're going to secretly start resenting you. So take a step back and look at the whole picture. Are you doing everything possible to take care of your spouse? Are you expecting them to do it all? Are you doing 25 to their 75%? If, you're, if you are slacking, here is my advice to you. Pick up the slack. I, for a while, unknowingly expected Seth to do everything, and I was blind to what I was doing. I hate thinking back on the first few months of our marriage because I know how awful I was at being a wife, I, and, and I'm still not perfect, but I'm a heck of a lot better now than I was then. When I started picking up my end of the rope, I saw a difference in my husband, and it was a good difference. And when I started to pick up a little extra some days, I noticed that he would pick up a little extra some days too. And that's when I came to the conclusion that I was pointing fingers at him, and I should have been pointing fingers at myself. Anything to add on? Well, first of all, I don't think I have ever exploded on you. (laughs) No, you haven't. Um, you express anger in a different way because you just are a laid-back person and a sweet person. And Aww. I am the ticking time bomb. Let's be real. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's super annoying when you feel like you're the only one doing anything. I mean, in, in anything in life, a, a job or in a marriage or whatever, if you feel like you're the only one Pretty working sick. to... Or, mm-hmm. Producing. You know, improve things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's annoying. And when we first got married, you were young, but we didn't have much to do. We lived in a house in town. The only thing <laughs> that we had to do was take care of the inside of the house, which I don't know. I guess Indoor. I never really noticed you being I felt bad like in that area. <laughs> well, thanks. That's good to know. <laughs> but we did have Dory, who is like five small children trying to um, entertain. She gave us artificial carpet. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. 
And so, tidbit, side note, uh, having a husky is not for the faint heart. If you're thinking about getting a husky, think five times again. Um, they are awesome animals, but man, they are work. <laughs> and if you live in town, do not get a husky because that is no place for a husky. They need to run wild and free. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So moving with that, moving on to number five, know each other's love language. And so Seth rolls his eyes probably at this. Well, I know he rolls his eyes at this every time I say it. And I never really noticed how important it was. <laughs> until I realized that I was trying to love him in my love language, which is words of affirmation. And not that he doesn't like words of affirmation, but his is quality time and acts I of service. I that, yeah. Well, I'm so you're a good mix because you like, I'm realizing that your acts of service is more of a quality time style because you don't necessarily want me to serve you. Like, you don't want me to like take your socks off or something you like what you like it when i'm out in the barn with you um just even just like dilly-dallying around with you it's <laughs> like for a specific example if you want to get more and more rabbits i would like for you to take care of those rabbits <laughs> i'm doing better you are doing better but yeah <laughs> i love the rabbits <laughs> So, yeah, so basically he wants me to do uh, my share of the things. And, <laughs> and I, yeah, I like it when you come out there with me. It's not, it's always more fun having somebody with you. Yeah. I feel like I've been, I feel like I was really good at going out with you um, when we first started everything. And then kind of, and then I've been like a little wavy, but I'm trying to be better again. Just like I am bad with words. I know Kylie doesn't necessarily like to do that sort of stuff. Like, I almost asked her to come out and help me <laughs> fix posts in the horse pasture tonight, but I didn't because I knew there was a 0% chance she would actually come <laughs> out. I would come out for you, possibly, but I like to do things like this, and this is this kind of stuff that Seth hates to do. I like to just... That's true. I like to do things and add more projects and things that nobody else really would like to do, basically. And I've been trying to keep the house consistently clean in my defense. And that's true. You've done a very good job of that. Thank you. <laughs> but so, like, as he said, I am definitely words of affirmation. And if that doesn't explain me or all the things I do, I guess nothing will. <laughs> but uh, to wrap this up. I have a verse that I want to share with everybody, and that is Matthew 19, 4 through 6. Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So there are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. And that's just a verse I want to leave you all off with today. And stay tuned for your Midwest meme. So today's Midwest meme is a legit conversation that I probably have on the daily and I or I hear um, this conversation going on around me. As a person that's lived in the Midwest my whole life, I can confirm this is 100% true. So here we go. A real conversation between two Midwesterners. 
Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna sneak past ya. Oh, sorry, you're fine. So if you've lived in the Midwest at least even a month, I'm sure this conversation has already come up or if you're just traveling through, but this is a classic Midwesterner conversation. So as always, I'm gonna wrap this up and much love and God bless.